1: Moderna becomes the second company to ask the FDA for emergency approval of a COVID-19 vaccine. As more people sign up for Medicaid, states are considering cutting benefits. And CMS expands its Hospital Without Walls program to pay for hospital-level care in the home. It's all coming up on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. It's Tuesday, December 1st, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Moderna submitted its COVID-19 vaccine to the Food and Drug Administration for emergency approval Monday. Now the FDA has two COVID-19 vaccine candidates awaiting approval. Pfizer filed days before Thanksgiving. Complete trial results confirm what Moderna had reported earlier this month, that its vaccine candidate is 94.1% effective at preventing infection. That's in line with trial results from Pfizer and BioNTech, which showed that their vaccine is 95% effective. Secretary of Health and Human Services Alex Azar said on CBS Monday, assuming the rest of the approval and shipping process goes according to plan, some people could get vaccinations within weeks. Uh, we could be seeing both of these vaccines out uh, and getting uh, into people's arms uh, before Christmas. Azar said it will be up to the states to decide who to vaccinate first. Today, a Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices will meet to recommend who should be prioritized. Likely, it will be frontline health care workers, essential workers and vulnerable individuals like seniors living in long-term care facilities. Moderna says it's on track to produce 20 million doses by the end of December and from 500 million to a billion in 2021. Pfizer has said it will be able to produce up to 50 million doses of the vaccine this year, half of which would go to the U.S. The company says it could make up to 1.3 billion doses by the end of next year. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services is updating its Hospital Without Walls program, which started in March to include reimbursing for hospital-level care for Medicare patients outside of the four walls of the hospital, including at home. Key updates issued last week expand flexibility for hospitals providing acute care to patients in their homes. CMS says that 60 different conditions, including asthma, congestive heart failure, pneumonia, and COPD, can be safely treated at home with proper monitoring. Hospitals that receive a CMS waiver for the program can continue treating Medicare patients who are first physically in the hospital with continued daily monitoring and in-person visits at their house. Last week, CMS announced six different health systems with experience providing hospital-level care in the home that have already been granted a waiver including Brigham and Women's Hospital in Massachusetts General Hospital in Massachusetts, Huntsman Cancer Institute in Utah, Presbyterian Healthcare Services in New Mexico, Unity Point Health in Iowa, and Mount Sinai in New York, which is partnered with hospital-at-home company Contessa. Contessa CEO Travis Messina says that this waiver significantly expands the number of patients its health system partners can treat in a hospital-at-home model.
2: It really creates an opportunity To provide hospital-level care for those that are withholding it. I think that that's a big opportunity for the program and for the waivers as a whole, and that it's a known fact that patients are withholding care. And now knowing that they have the opportunity to get hospital-level care in their home, um, hopefully they will feel comfortable accessing the healthcare system uh, to be considered as a, a candidate for
1: this model. And the updates come at a time where hospital beds are filling up as COVID surges are stretching facilities thin nationwide. But just how much more bed capacity could these waivers actually provide? Messina says that hinges on staffing, a challenge many hospitals are already struggling with.
2: That is 100 percent dependent upon the amount of nurses you can secure to go and make visits into the home because the waivers do require at least two visits per day in person. So long as you can secure the amount of nurses to cover two nursing visits per day per patient, then your bed capacity is unlimited, but that's the rate limiting factor. A nurse or a, you know, an APP can only make, you know, at best, maybe six visits a day, and that's really stretching it. So that all has to go into play before you can determine how many virtual beds, because you have to meet the clinical standards, and then there's only so many hours in a day, once you include travel time, for those nurses or APPs to meet those um, visit requirements. That varies by market, based on the logistics.
1: Messina says this waiver, although temporary, has resulted in increased interest from hospitals who were on the fence about starting hospital-at-home programs, but were reticent because fee-for-service Medicare does not pay for it outside of the temporary Hospital Without Walls program. He's cautiously optimistic that this announcement is a step closer to full Medicare adoption of the model.
2: I think that at Contessa, we feel that this is exactly the opportunity that we needed to have to prove the efficacy and the the need for this model to be approved. Hopefully, our partners will be approved uh, for their waiver applications. Hopefully, the states will agree that this is necessary and that if we demonstrate the high quality outcomes and patient satisfaction that we've garnered in the managed care environment, I think it will be a resounding testament uh, to those at CMS and CMMI to consider this as a viable option on an ongoing basis.
1: That was Travis Messina, CEO of hospital-at-home company Contessa. Another hospital-at-home company, Medically Home, is also excited about the new updates to the program and agrees that this move brings CMS a step closer to permanent adoption by traditional Medicare. Chief Medical Officer Dr. Pippa Schulman said in an email, quote, We are enthusiastic about the new flexibilities put forward by CMS to make the improved experience and outcomes available to more patients across the country. We're seeing increased interest in both the existing hospital-at-home community as well as health systems that were in the early stages of thinking about improving care to patients by establishing hospital-at-home, unquote. Also announced last week in updates to the Hospital Without Walls program, CMS is now allowing ambulatory surgery centers, which normally provide only outpatient care, to temporarily become hospitals and care for patients for more than 24 hours. The agency is relaxing rules about staffing and is now only requiring ASCs to have around-the-clock nurses if there are patients on site. My GIST Healthcare colleagues did a deep dive on why hospitals should revisit the idea of hospital-at-home in the wake of COVID. To read their full analysis, go to gisthealthcare.com. As the coronavirus crisis deepens and Medicaid enrollment grows, some states are having to consider cutting benefits as they face the rising costs of administering the program. Washington state is considering cutting dental and vision benefits, Ohio already cut $200 million from its Medicaid program, and Wyoming is considering cutting Medicaid reimbursement rates to providers. A recent Kaiser Family Foundation analysis finds that between February and July, national Medicaid enrollment increased by 6 percent or 4.3 million people. And with recent coronavirus restrictions tightening, more people are filing for unemployment, causing concerns about further increases in Medicaid enrollment. Why are states cutting benefits instead of tightening eligibility? Because if they tighten eligibility, they could lose out on enhanced federal Medicaid dollars. Earlier this year, as part of the CARES Act, Congress increased the rate by which the federal government matches state dollars spent on Medicaid by more than 6 percent. But that is set to expire in March, and states have already started drafting their 2021 budgets. If cuts to state Medicaid programs take the form of provider reimbursement reductions, it could hit already struggling physicians and hospitals. As Matt Salo, head of the National Association for Medicaid Directors, told The Wall Street Journal, states won't be able to get through this on their own, and the federal government will need to help in this time of crisis. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, on the news that Moderna submitted its COVID-19 vaccine candidate to the FDA for emergency approval, shares of the biotech company were trading up 20.2 percent. The broader sector was up 0.29 percent. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare.
2: Planning for your next trip?